Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue with our year-long journey reading the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with diary entry number 88. During adoration, I felt God close to me. A moment later, I saw Jesus and Mary. At the sight of them, I was filled with joy, and I asked the Lord, What is your will, Jesus, concerning the matter about which my confessor told me to ask you? Jesus replied, It is my will that he should remain here, and that he should not take the initiative of dispensing himself. I asked Jesus whether the inscription could be, Christ, King of Mercy. He answered, I am king of mercy, but he did not say Christ. I desire that this image be displayed in public on the first Sunday after Easter. That Sunday is the feast of mercy. Through the word incarnate, I make known the bottomless depth of my mercy. Strangely, all things came about just as the Lord had requested. In fact, it was on the first Sunday after Easter, April 1935, that the image was publicly honored by crowds of people for the first time. For three days it was exposed and received public veneration. Since it was placed at the very top of a window at Ostra Brahma, shrine of Our Lady, above the eastern gate to the city of Vilnius, it could be seen from a great distance. At Ostra Brahma, during these three days, the closing of the Jubilee of the Redemption of the World was being celebrated marking the 1,900 years that have passed since the Passion of our Savior. I see now that the work of redemption is bound up with the work of mercy requested by the Lord. One day I saw interiorly how much my confessor would have to suffer. Friends will desert you while everyone will rise up against you and your physical strength will diminish. I saw you as a bunch of grapes chosen by the Lord and thrown into the press of suffering. Your soul, Father, will at times be filled with doubts about this work and about me. I saw that God himself seemed to be opposing him, and I asked the Lord why he was acting in this way toward him, as though he were placing obstacles in the way of his doing what he himself had asked him to do. And the Lord said, I am acting thus with him to give testimony that this work is mine. Tell him not to fear anything, my gaze is on him day and night. There will, be many, there will be as many crowns to form his crown as there will be souls saved by this work. It is not for the success of a work, but for the suffering that I give reward. O oh my Jesus, you alone know what persecutions I suffer, and this only because I am being faithful to you and following your orders. You are my strength. Sustain me, that I may always carry out what you ask of me. Of myself I can do nothing, but when you sustain me, all difficulties are nothing for me. O my Lord, I can see very well that from the time when my soul first received the capacity to know you, my life has been a continual struggle which has become increasingly intense. Every morning during meditation, I prepare myself for the whole day's struggle. Holy Communion assures me that I will win the victory, and so it is. I fear the day when I do not receive Holy Communion. 
This bread of the strong gives me all the strength I need to carry on my mission and the courage to do whatever the Lord asks of me. The courage and strength that are in me are not of me, but of him who lives in me, it is the Eucharist. O my Jesus, the misunderstandings are so great. Sometimes were it not for the Eucharist, I would not have the courage to go any further along the way you have marked out for me. Humiliation is my daily food. I understand that the bride must herself share in everything that is the groom's, and so his cloak of mockery must cover me, too. At those times when I suffer much, I try to remain silent, as I do not trust my tongue, which, at such moments, is inclined to talk for itself, while its duty is to help me praise God for all the blessings and gifts which he has given me. When I receive Jesus in Holy Communion, I ask him fervently to deign to heal my tongue so that I would offend neither God nor neighbor by it. I want my tongue to praise God without cease. Great are the faults committed by the tongue. The soul will not attain sanctity if it does not keep watch over its tongue. In this passage, Jesus and Mary appear to St. Faustina. Jesus clarifies some questions that St. Faustina had regarding the inscription on the image of the Divine Mercy. And Jesus requested that the image be displayed publicly on the first Sunday after Easter, the octave of Easter. That Sunday is the Feast of Mercy. It took place for the first time in April of 1935 at the Shrine of Our Lady of Mercy in Vilnius, a shrine built into the eastern gate in the wall of the old city. The Divine Mercy image was exposed and displayed for public veneration at the very top of a window, and many saw it during the three-day celebration. The celebrations marked the closing of the Jubilee of the redemption of the world, 1900 years after Christ died on the cross for us. St. Faustina saw the connection between our redemption and the work of mercy. We are saved by Christ because of his mercy for us sinners. He is the Savior of the world. Then there's a repetition of what we had heard earlier regarding the sufferings of Father Sopochko. St. Faustina had to rewrite parts of her diary. It's a spiritual diary, and so it doesn't always follow chronologically. So some thoughts sometimes are repeated in different words. St. Faustina also writes here how she prepares herself for the struggles of the day during her time of meditation in the morning. And then she is assured of victory through her Holy Communion. She finds her strength in the bread of life, the bread of the strong. Daily Mass is a wonderful practice. Jesus can help us to grow spiritually through all of the graces we receive during the Mass. If it's possible for you to go to Mass during the week, I urge you to try to take up this great practice. St. Faustina also writes of the challenges that she faces, misunderstandings, humiliations. She unites herself with Jesus in the Eucharist, and she tries to maintain silence. Responding can quickly lead to trouble. Let's ask Jesus to help us to keep watch over our tongue.
please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have enjoyed this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help other people throughout the world find St. Faustina's Diary in a Year. Remember, Jesus promised St. Faustina in Diary number 1075, Souls who spread the honor of divine mercy are protected by God like an infant by a gentle mother. Please help us spread the message of divine mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. Visit shopmercy.org to order your copy of Divine Mercy in My Soul, the diary of St. Maria Faustina Kowalska. It's available in print in English, Spanish, and Polish, and in English as an e-book, available now on shopmercy.org. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org.